Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another great episode of Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host, and today we're very pleased to have Andreas Dre Newman, Chief Creative Director at Juicy Holdings with us today. And welcome to the show, Dre. Yeah, thanks for having me. Very excited to be with you. Well, it's great to have you here, too. And I... um have been very entertained looking at your bio and looking at your history. Um, something a little strange that we have in common here. I grew up in the household of a Sports Illustrated photographer, my dad, uh-huh. Bob Woodward, the other Bob Woodward, um, who later went on to become the famous Bob Woodward in mountain biking and photography and wow. later went on to chronicle that whole thing. So I love your photographic work. Um, hopefully you're still doing that because you're quite good. And I do encourage the audience to go see you at andreasnewmanart.com. Uh, it's a good site and you're a very talented individual here, aside from your cannabis exploration. Thank so you. Thank you. Um, so that aside, that uh, little blow up there, what is um, your historical relationship to cannabis and how did you come to cannabis from photography and your other work? Yeah, so, so uh, super cool question. Um, the so I really came to cannabis through through music, through my through my artistic uh, part because I was working for a while uh, after my, my background is really traditional advertising. Lots of big agencies moved into the technology business, back to entertainment business, photography, film, movie making, commercials, and then uh, in LA really the last years being not really inspired business wise. Uh, I always have been an artist in the business businessman so both things so looking for the next big thing i've been working then with the queens of the stone age the rock rock band sure. uh since five years and creating all their visual and josh homie and i were like were like uh like working as a team on all his uh, all his projects really which was exciting the leading out queens of the stone age with the foo fighters and all collaborations those those punk rock bands always do and uh, one day I walked into uh, uh, a friend of mine's studio, uh, an, an artist studio, and I see this little cigarette box on the table. It looks like a cigarette box. It's like, looks like intriguing, like a black box, very sexy mm-hmm. uh, outfit. I see, what is this? And, and he says, this is my brand, Andreas. It's like, what kind of brand is it? It's like, this is my pre-roll brand. I was like, wow, that's, that's a long time I haven't seen something like this. So I got immediately uh, intrigued by it. Long story short, I was then... Uh, talking to Josh, we wanted to do a, a, a cannabis brand for Queens of the Stone Age, which are the creators of, as you probably know, the creators of stoner rock, the genre, even this whole music genre. So how mm-hmm. could it be better, right? Kind of the, the rock and roll Snoop Dogg. So, so I was looking for partners to get this off started. I had not, not much, this is like three, three and a half years ago, four years ago, really. and I had not much experience on any experience on cannabis, but business and advertising and, and, and all the other stuff. So so looking for partners to how to how to get into it, and uh, an old friend of mine uh, introduced me right away uh, to Jim Cacioppo and Eric Mauf, the Jim Cacioppo, the CEO of Jushi, and they just got started. They just basically like had their first store or something, and but it was recommended like they because of their unique concept to start very right East Coast. Yeah, I was in Cali- always in California, so I kind of know like the, the the business there and how 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 already 
open it is, but then they were focusing on the East Coast. So I was intrigued, we got talking and then a long story short, uh, started basically, we started dating for a while. We did some uh, uh, with my best guys who I brought on board and Jushi as well, technologists and artists and user experience experts I always have around me in my, my um, entrepreneurial career and all my companies I did. And we uh, decided really then in, in February, 2020, just before COVID kicked in, we signed on full time, not even knowing what's going to happen with COVID. And the right. first thing we really did, then we jumped right into the fixing, like, and starting to work on the digital world of Jushi, which uh, turned out to be a huge success. And then the, the, the rest is the, 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 the legend of, it was really an amazing year for Jushi. I mean, you've, you've probably seen like the, how the stock price went up in 2020 and how we were growing from two stores now to nearly about to have 30 stores soon so an amazing journey and I've, I've then really since focused 100 percent on cannabis and learned so much in all the markets we're in right like in all those medical markets and recreational markets as well in california where where is jushi primarily where are the brands in what states are they currently so basically uh jushi the, our main state is pennsylvania as you know a mm -hmm. medical state where as well uh, we got vertically in, integrated in covid which was like a Wow, we, we bought a grow in COVID uh, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Funny enough, the, where the where the president <laughs> comes from. Yes, uh, super cool. So uh, we've got uh, 17, 18 stores now in Pennsylvania. We nearly maxed out as well because, as you know, the MSOs only have certain amount of amount of stores we can do. Yeah. Um, second, I would say uh, favorite for me is like the medical market of Virginia. Virginia, we have in a very nice place with an eight. Uh, in, in the health health sector too, which is close to Washington, right? And we have a pretty exclusive exclusive licenses. There are like six stores we're going to build there, and we as well vertically integrate. We have a monstrous grow there, size of an IKEA building, uh, and and that will like that will feed all our stores there. And we're in a pretty unique situation there. That's why I like it. It's really you, but as well exciting that you start the business basically with a Californian brain and with a California aesthetic and come from basically get Virginia up to speed, like in no time in, on a level of possibly when they go recreation of California instantly, which took California so long to get, right? In terms of the brands and all of the presentation, yeah. et cetera. And then we have in Massachusetts, uh, uh, as well vertically integrated through, through an acquisition, recent acquisition. We are in Nevada, uh, as well vertically integrated. We announced we, we just, we have a grow for a long time there, but as well, we uh, now announced like the acquisition of one store there. Uh, and we'll, we'll probably get more. Um, we are in, um, as well, California with, with, at the moment, like we have two stores open, Santa Barbara, a very sexy like uh, location, and then Palm Springs as well, very sexy location. We're not vertically integrated. We're building as well in Culver City right. in LA um, and in Grover Beach. So we'll have four dispensaries. For us, California is a very, it's really for to compete with the best, you know, to learn, to, to be in an environment where really the best compete uh, in terms of brand and retail and all the new ideas of delivery and, and, and drive-throughs, et cetera. You only have that here and you actually have to, to stay fit and not being spoiled with those other markets where you have nearly no competition really, right? Like uh, to, to be, be on the top of the game there. So that's California. Um, and then we as well in, in Ohio, which is a new market for us. We, we, we had for a while, we had, a, we had, uh, we had uh, uh, our processing facility there. Now we have a grow and that's where we will have stores. So that is, uh, I think. It's a lot. <laughs> so Virginia, Nevada, California, Massachusetts, 
Pennsylvania. That's it. Oh, well, that's a lot. Ohio, that's, a, that's, that's plenty. <laughs> now, are you branded as Jushi here in California? No, we, I'm, so, so we have two retail brands. Uh, uh, and the one, one is called Beyond Hello. Oh, I know uh, that. Which yes. Is, which, was, which was born in Pennsylvania. It's actually background. It's really a, a medical, a medical uh, yep. brand uh, going beyond just saying hi. Like this, we have the pharmacist there in, this, in the stores. And then oh, yeah. uh, you have the possibility to be like educated really from, from a from a professional pharmacist. So you, you we, took over the old um, um, organic solutions of the desert location, I believe, out there. I knew that, the that, is, in Palm, that is in California, in Palm Springs, exactly. Yep. This became a Beyond Hello, but we have another brand in, in Massachusetts. It's called Nature's Remedy. So it's a little oh, yes. bit more like granola bar brand, a little more healthy, right? And it's like we, we, we kept okay. the name because we think it's actually a, for certain markets could be a pretty good name. Um, sure. We, 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 we didn't change it to Beyond Hello. Well, that's a pretty um, amazing trajectory, especially since coming out right before COVID. That's a, a lot of stuff to get in motion. So it's a pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, roll, I mean, uh, you know, the focus, uh, everybody, uh, I mean, everybody who had something to do, a mission, I think for those people, it was very good COVID. The people who like, where their business was suffering under the under the, uh, the, 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 the the virus, that was terrible, of course. But for us, it was just, wow, everybody heads down for nearly two years, like focus yeah. on one thing, no distraction of any other stuff. It was, you can imagine, you move not only like in, in seven years, like they say, well, as you know, like in cannabis, they would say it's one year, is like seven years. It's like one year was like maybe 20, 21 years. That is an understatement, my friend, in yeah. cannabis. Uh, but big subject today, I did attend the Cannabis uh, Drinks Expo this morning. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the big subjects during one of the conference talks was, how the market is very difficult in, in cannabis and it's not getting easier. It's just getting a little more difficult day by day, yeah. but everyone in the room, and I, I have to go back to your point about really getting your head down during COVID. And I, I think with my own personal experience, my own personal brands, we have 11 brands in house. And um, yeah. it was one of those times where we weeded out the people who weren't willing to work through really mm -hmm. um, who were, you know, not present yeah. and they want and so, and a lot of brands did this. It was a, actually probably a pretty good thing in a way. COVID obviously is not good, but in terms of like focus, it was. Cleansing, of, cleansing in a way, right? It's well, I think all over what you said is absolutely right. All over what you see is like all, even in the entertainment industry, what I see, there's a lot of cleansing has gone on and the, the good ones stayed, the bad ones are gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, sorry. Well, I, I'm down in West Hollywood a lot, so I, I see yeah. that cleansing um, of, that has occurred, you know, within yeah. the industry. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really the creatives that I know, um, now I know you as well, um, they really just dug in and did new uh -huh. and interesting and different projects. They really diversified. And, yeah, and you have, you know, when you, when you like, when you like musician or like you have, we all have like huge catalogs of, of, of uh, and, 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 we never have time to take care of the catalog. Yeah. So I, I had as well my, my, my art team take care of my catalog, organize everything. As of course, the whole NFT, NFT yeah, rush, old rush coming here along yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And so, so there was time to get organized, really. But really, I'm such, I'm full into cannabis. I've never been part of a more exciting business to be. And it's really sexy as well. I compare it really with the music business in, in the old days. It's, 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 it's just fun. Every day is different. And, I, I cannot see me being anywhere else than that place, to be honest. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's a nice, it's a new challenge too. Oh. Um, just to take a quick break here, I just want to announce um, 
formally here on the air that as of uh, December 8th, we're going to be bringing out the Klaus brand backed by Warren Bobrow and his great partners, Ben and Evan Enneman. And simultaneously, we'll be bringing out the drink brand Herba C from the Herb Psalm herself, Jamie Evans, uh, an amazing woman, an amazing person who has done great things in the cannabis space, um, as well as Warren. These are two different brands from two different people, but equal focus, and they're bringing these wonderful creations to the market. So soon look for Sense Distribution bringing out Klaus and Herba C in a dispensary near you. Um, Drake, getting back to, you know, um, you leveraged a lot of your relationships to get these collaborations, I would imagine. Yeah. And it just from your bio, it sounds like you have a lot of more collaborations other than just... Um, uh, Kings of the Stone Age and other people, right? Queens of the Stone Age. Queen, Queens, sorry. You never I know. know. I, I got to be politically corrected. Let's start a new band, let them like the Kings of the Stone <laughs> Age, right? That's like, it's a new brand. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so the thing is, I, I, I feel, so I had to learn. So I had to learn a lot. So obviously, so when I go into projects, I, I come in full, you know, I was never a consumer of cannabis until the moment I signed, signed up being in cannabis. And since that day, I've been, consuming every day every and every night really i cannot doing during the day i get distracted uh mm -hmm. easy so but during the night i test our products i test all products from drinks to edibles to all the vapes all the california what california has to give and our markets and so i went full in yeah, um, yeah. and so what i really learned that this is a very similar product really than music i compared it with music so how can it be better really to you know like it's kind of a song you play or you buy and then by the the next one going to be a different song. So it's always a different song. You're never going to hear the same song. That's true. Uh, so, so what a what a great what a great opportunity to really uh, merge those those worlds together. It goes so well with music. My contacts are very music driven. So what? So our first collaboration was really like was originated. We had our own candle brand. It was really started when I shot something in the desert and I met some people and they introduced me to this little candle company in, in Joshua Tree. And we, right away I said, this is a great collaboration. It's not music, but it's it's. It fits the genre. We have to have a candle uh, company. We have to support a small business and doing good. Yeah. And so we started this candle brand. Then the next one was Colin Hanks, my friend, who has like an act. Is an as you know, he's an actor, and he he had this cool bandana brand. And he's not even a consumer. It's like this fits so well. We have to go in our stores. We have to go beyond cannabis, just cannabis related products. So we launched that as a next thing. And he's very connected with rock music and my friends. So the next thing, there will be collaboration. We just uh, talking to a band. I just, I, I'm, I'm very good friends with uh, called Spoon. We might do something soon, uh, like like some pre-roll brand and things like this. And as well, of course, there's my all my other connections and, and relationships in the entertainment industry will come in because we need to we need to collaborate. Nobody, I think, has really cracked the celeb. We don't want a celebrity concept. We really want some friends and partners, you know, and they're all my friends. So I would only bring friends and if they're not friends and they've become friends and they have to be friends with Jushi and the part of the family instead of, okay, I'm going to do a cannabis product for you and charge more because your name on it. I'm never going to do that. It's really, we know yeah. this. You know, I've done this so many times in my advertising career. I had like, I did all the, the, the for Procter & Gamble, tons of fragrance, uh, fragrances from, from Naomi Campbell to, to Priscilla Presley in the old days. So I know what it takes to involve a celebrity uh, and it, attach their emotion to a product to make that financially work is very challenging. Uh, and it, it, it has to be real these days. You know, these days yeah. nobody buys it because you just put the name of somebody on it. So, so no, we will I... do a really, sorry to interrupt you, but we will do a really relevant collaboration 
friends and family, you know, and, and that's, that's the, the next step for us. And we never the only, the, only a couple of people have been successful uh, in the celebrity arena. And I, one person comes to mind who's been a guest on the show is Shavo Dajian from mm -hmm. uh, System of a Down. I mean, he's in the business. I mean, he's yeah. legitimately in that, that framework. Um, so that's, that's the, your, your, outlier but the rest of these people who sign on just as a celebrity endorser and they're just yeah. on their instagram and there there's no heart or soul there that's a money play so exactly and, and sometimes not, you, you know what not even money play sometimes it's just want to be cool yeah he wants it he wants a brand uh, yeah, yeah yeah give him a brand it's like that's not what we do we, we are like in the end we say as well we're businessmen right and i say always it's an interesting oscar wilde was saying um when bankers come together, they talk about art. When when artists come together, they talk about money. So you gotta have this. You gotta yeah. have this. Both brains right aligned, and then and, and that is with our company is so fantastic because Jim Kachiopo, our CEO, he's a he's a banker, but he, he's he doesn't talk about art. He talks about money, and and, and 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 we together right. The whole our whole group is so like. Um, uh, aligned as well as through COVID and how, how much we've gone through the last year and, and it's it's just a pleasure how to how everybody understands and gives everybody the freedom to work uh, in their genre with no really control don't fuck up but but you yeah. can do what you want until uh, <laughs> let me let good. me ask you a question as creative director um what what is your vision for the near term and distant term in like for juicy and maybe the industry as a whole do you have kind of like what's your take on that what's your soothsaying so to speak yeah for juicy for juicy is very important you know we we're a young very young company we still we, we got to find ourselves we still don't really know who we are we have to we have to involve ourselves more into social equity and all these things now coming along and for real in really yeah. involve ourselves not like real just equity real exactly, equity not not just do something because it looks good on the website or something so so that is something we need to do this is a must do for us. Very important. Very important. We have to give back. And um, from a from a business from a business point of view, we, we're building out. Our, we always were retail first. We knew that retail is our our thing, right? And then we got vertically mm -hmm. integrated. We have to get more, in all the states, obviously vertically integrated. And then we really have to work on our own brands. Our own brands. We launched them. Uh, fast that was the concept we launched them fast we have to get them out there we have them in our own stores but as well in other stores and i think 2021 now in our future is really to build now to to try to attach emotion to our brands which i think mm. is not done yet brands at the moment in cannabis is very packaging e and it's people really go for we know that go for low price and high thc right and if that's satisfied yeah. then they the only thing they remember is what was that called uh dre okay let's buy some more dre so there's no loyalty yet. Maybe someone in California is starting to have that, but not really. So we need to reach consistency. We need to attach emotion to our brands. I think the strains will be very important. If I believe there's some people say strains don't give a shit anymore in the future. But no, I, I, love, I agree 100% with you, 100%. I love the, the stories of the strains. I love the, the farmer. sky pilot. and There's an emotional story. We've got to celebrate that stuff. And I think this, this is what we're going to do. You know, this, it's no secret. You know, it's just obvious. You know, you have, to, you have to celebrate that stuff, but you have to tell those stories. And that will help our brands to be like loved, as I call it. They, we have to make them, people fall in love with them. And that's, and that's you know. <laughs> that's right, right. Well, that's the secret sauce, right? That's it the really secret is. Sauce, exactly. Um, 
on your web on the Jushu website there you you guys clearly state in more than one location tech you're tech and data driven mm -hmm. and in in collaboration with what you just talked about social equity and all that i'm sure you're seeing trends um but i'm not so sure how reflective they are on uh demographic for purchasing perhaps and i'm sure you subscribe to headset or something like that and you're getting that data oh, driven um what is what is the the key metrics for Jushi without giving up your secret sauce um, on the tech and data? What are you looking at consistently? So yeah, we 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 coming from this kind of it's kind of it's, it's very good question for us as well. So because we came from a place where we, we had to find in the beginning uh, we had to find what what's the right place. So we've fallen into the fallen into retail first. That was that that, mm -hmm. that just didn't happen then. Of course, if I'm in retail, I have to know my customer. In, in the beginning, the, those stores were so small and like they were just starting. It was just really three stores. They didn't even have an online ordering platform. So I don't know my customer. So the first thing I know, I need to know my customer. So I need to start to collect data. So right. we launched the online pre-order platform. We used Jane. We built a very, very uh, user-friendly user uh, like portal around it. So you get close to the based on data. Basically, we know what you look at the the analytics we know people all they want to go is to the menu so we built our website basically it's it's just get as fast to the menu as possible display the product as good as possible make sure you have the right pictures up and all like that that base that's just basics so that was yeah. phase one we were very successful with that and now after a year we have a lot of data of course so we know what people like what they don't like when they come when they, not, when they don't want to come how long our stores have to be open so we had a long phase of really learning and fixing basics low-hanging fruit uh we didn't have to get too sophisticated but we our our standards are on the top state of the art right when we build a website and e-commerce platform we like build it like in the outside world i had to compete with i built platforms for jessica simpson and, and so on like so, you sell handbags and thousands of SKUs of jeans and whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's a freaking battle, right? In cannabis, I mean, I mean, when we launched our online platform, the first day we had thirty thousand dollars coming in. I said, I've never seen this before. We didn't even market it. Uh, mm -hmm. We had four rows now, four four Fridays in a row. We make over one million a day now online, which is unbelievable. For me. That's like, unbelievable. So, so, so this. This data we're collecting, we're using it. We're using it to improve the basics, right? Like we 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 try to not make mistakes as well. Every product we're launching is based on on research. We really research this. We, we're not going to start an, an edible brand without really knowing what the flavors. We have futurists employed who tell us what's the flavors of the future. Workshops like in agencies, like what's the yeah. flavors of the future. Spending a long time on it. Is vegan important? Is vegan not important? 93% in our research, people don't care about vegan. So our stuff is not vegan, <laughs> even if we yeah. love it so much, but yeah. we don't make it now for the 7%, right? So there's other people who do that. So we're very, our edible brand was like, we build that tasteology is like, uh, is like the, the Toyota Camry, like of edibles, right? It's like mainstream. Yeah. So yeah. other brands we created, we knew that people looking for like in the brand building sachet we have is a very young unisex hip, like adventurous brand, surfing, skateboarding, trekking, hiking. This is kind of your friend you take with you. It's pre-grind, so it's like ready to go and you don't really yeah. know what it is and it's cheap. So high THC and cheap, portable, young, 
uncomplicated. So we're trying to satisfy based on data this this categories we make. And good looking. You're doing your job very well, by the way. They yeah, say, thank, thank you. Know, it's very very attractive packaging. Thank you. But you know, we have to be honest. We haven't even started yet. I mean, we just. We're just learning, and that's where you said you said that with the data. We're learning, we're adjusting, learning, we're adjusting. We can actually do that. We could change the face of those things if we're changing them slightly, like what what we learn, the feedback we're getting. Now, finally, you get online, uh, you get so much comments. I, I have a meeting every week on Monday where I get one hour, I get the charts presented, and I uh, get all the comments of all our customers, the comment, uh, mm. comments from all the states about our wow. product. So this is like... This is where we feed off and then we reacting and we trying to fix stuff in the stores, on the brands, on the online platform. So constantly fixing, improving, fixing, improving. That's that's what it is. And this is what makes that will make that at some point like a like a really successful engine. But I have to tell you, there's a as you know, the cannabis, there's a lot of basics to fix always. And of course, in our uh, very, very um, uh, strict strict markets we're in, in Pennsylvania, the medical markets, right? We have very, very strict advertising rules. And there's not much you can do really on advertising. You really have to, no. you have to count on organic. You have to be found on Google. The retail stores have to be found. They have to be the first in the list. There's, the brands have to be found for something, right? They have to be found. Right. Everybody wants sleep. We know that from research. Everybody wants, goes for sleep. So there's, there's, something very, for sleep. there's something very Darwinistic about that though. You know, mm -hmm. in terms of like a quality product, right? And have it have it float to the top because of its qualities rather than its push, right? Yeah. Which is which is which is cool in a way, you know. But it, it is, is unfortunate cool. none of us we we don't get the opportunity to advertise in the mainstream. But it does kind of get you the brands that shine shine. It's all about, I think it's about the consistency and the quality of the product speaks now. Again, let's take it back to the experience. I always say experience equals the brand. This is what I had yeah. to learn from the last, you know, the last five years. Or like, let's say when they, when iPhone 1 was released, that that started that trend. You know, nobody accepted anymore that it has to be complicated to work. You, mm -hmm. you wanted this, this things designed that it does the job for you. An Uber app doesn't ask you, oh, can you type in where you are? Because it freaking knows where you are, right? So why would I have to know where, type in where I am? So all that stuff happens in the back end. It has to be as user-friendly as possible. And, and the same yeah. thing is with the experience is key and the, the quality of your product is key. And if it's not good, they're not going to come back. So we have to, we have to make sure that our, our product is really consistent. It's of top quality and, 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 the, and the customer like comes back because of that really, because it's not going to come back because it's nice packaging. You're not going to go back to, to Whole Foods um, uh, uh, or you're not going to go to Whole Foods and buy some in, in the flower, in the, in the flower uh, category and, and you, you go in and, and looking for strawberries and you buy the strawberries because they're in a nice golden jar. It's like, they take, where are they from? Are they from this far? How good? Why, they, yeah. You're not going to pay for the packaging, right? No, you're, you're going to pay for pure quality of the product. And I get um, those those comments all the time. Where you have you will would laugh your ass off when you see see that, like what people say. It's so true. Those um, before we get to the Stony story, I have to say, and this is kind of a corollary to the Stony story, which is a fan favorite here on the show. Um, if you are listening at home and you do want some entertainment, uh, you are a photographer of the Luchadores, the Mexican wrestlers, oh. and I took great pleasure in looking over your Lucha photographs. They are really cool. Great documentary. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
kind of historical footprint of that whole genre down there. And some of the settings that you've taken them in are very creative and very original. So obviously a tribute to what you do. So there you go. So at this point in the show, let's uh, let's talk about Stony Story. Do you have a Stony Story? So, so, so I said before, my history is like, I, I really started in with cannabis when I went into the business. So I'm, I'm saying as well, when I shoot a film about parachuting, I have to jump out of the plane, right? So, yeah. so basically what I did is, and I was, I was probably lucky to be, to be at that time at a place where, California, where I'm in, living in California and I'm basically surrounded by the greatest weed now and the greatest products on earth in the greatest market. So I started testing stuff. And of course, I had no idea in the beginning, like, okay, how far can I take this? And obviously now we know it's, it's different for everyone. It depends how much you were eating before. What you drink. Yeah, yeah. So I don't drink alcohol, so that is not a not a factor for me to combine it with something. But at some point, and this 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 shows you like this shows you as well where we have to go with those products. So I was in Vegas tonight. We got some more products, and there was this beautiful. Uh, I think it was in, in in one of the Batman stores. They had this wonderful display with fruits in, infused, like kiwis infused. Mm. They was they were they were great. Bought them brought them home, laid them out, and 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 at some point I forgot like. You know, even phone calls and so you're forgetting. I, I start eating one, and then I okay, okay, great. This was great. Take another one. Take another. One. So I think I add up those. There's like three, four, five, six of them. The classic edible story. Right? Yeah. And then I thought, how much milligram is actually? So it's ten milligram per piece. So that was that was probably like this when I went to the to the frontier of like where I've never been before, right? Like where you <laughs> kind of it's it started slowly cramped up and, and, and really I ended up on the floor and on, in, I have this art room where I was lost in front of some of my, uh, some of pa the paintings I have and I've never looked at those paintings so intensely like before and I was found stuff I've never seen before until I really went down, black hawk down on the floor. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one. Right. So, that's, our, that's our first stony story with fruit. I like that. Yeah, no, this is fruit edibles. I mean, they were great. They were great. And, and that's what it shows you. It's, you know, chocolate and that stuff. Do I have them in a bar or should I really have them as the coffee beans? It's the dosing and all that. Yeah. We're not there yet. And some of the brands really have to do that. I think their, their research uh, in order to how people should consume. And you, you're still creating this business. So everything has yeah. to be tried, but it just, this could be, could be. Dangerous. everything's new and different um and so let's just get some plugs out for your stores here in california hello fresh um hello cannabis right is your your store here no, in beyond Santa hello beyond hello, is our beyond store. hello. So i'm sorry the shout out it goes to, to goes to santa barbara uh, california we have a yes. great store there it's one of our it's one of our first store really we've we've designed from scratch it looks beautiful it's it's uh we it's, have we have products in there Actually, exactly. Yeah, my my just uh, my the distro that I own has products in that store. So, yeah, just just if you have a Santa Barbara, put in your put in your uh, Google Beyond Hello. We're gonna be one of the top ones, and I think we got great prices. We got a lot of product, great prices, and yep. it's a it's a beautiful little setup there. It's like it's very like styly and Santa Barbara -y, like it's Upper State Street. If you are in Santa yeah. Barbara, the area, it's in Upper State Street. It's a nice little uh, location. Um, right off the 101, so it's easy and convenient. So get down there. Second, I want to plug California, our, our Palm Springs store. It would be great. We're just renovating it now. We will relaunch yep. this completely. And it's going to be, uh, I call it the, the rock and roll, the rock and roll cannabis store because I have all my friends are in Joshua Tree, all the musicians coming from the desert, the desert mm -hmm. rockers, right? And 
and we will have guitars on display and we'll have like some 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 walls out of desert sand and stuff so it's going to be really fun ready for ready for the festivals again you know like for Coachella we're going to launch delivery there as well our own delivery uh, it's going to be super fun that that's in in Palm Springs I always say it don't even say the address because you guys have Google yeah, Google Beyond you need, so yeah. you're going to find it but it's I think we're going to launch, relaunch that store, relaunch. It's open now, but we, I want to really relaunch it uh, first quarter next year. We'll be, we'll be done and it's going to be a party and it's going to be lots of great people there, musicians, Ooh. live music and all that. So get, get me an invite. Cool. <laughs> of course, no, of course. For those of you listening in the desert, that's the former um, Organic Solutions of the Desert, old time player there and uh, great former owner. But I knew that uh, this was going down when you guys were purchasing. So yeah. congrats. Yeah. It's a great location too. Very Thank convenient. You to so many areas so um that's it for today and we're very very happy to have had you here dre do check out his photo website too um and all his great work you can find him at andreasnewmanart.com and you can find juicy at juicy code that's j-u-s-h-i-c-o.com and look for his brands and look for their dispensaries and look for more from dre here on this show in the future. Dre, thanks very much for being on Days and Infused. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And Peace. that was oh. a great job. Yeah. And hang on for a second after we sign off. And as always, this show is brought to you by Shuggies. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. This is the brand that I brought to market many years ago. That's agave uh, syrup. We also have new powdered 1000 milligram agave tincture. Also, sugar is always in the home baker bag and stevia for those of you who are sugar intolerant. Look for Shuggies at a dispensary near you. That's it for tonight. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on the next show. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.